welcome to the Home Hour. I'm Kirsten. And I'm Graham. We're two moms aspiring to create elegant spaces and gracious homes while dealing with real life schedules, budgets, and children. Stick with us and we'll share and show what we know, what we've learned, where we've messed up, and how to fix it. For everything we can't make up, we'll bring in the best experts we can find. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. So on today's episode, we're talking about holiday traditions. From how we decorate our Christmas tree to what to do with all those Christmas cards, today is all about making things feel festive in our own homes. Plus, Black Friday shopping, Christmas jammies, and sombreros on Christmas trees. Feliz Navidad! Ay, 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 ay! All that and more on today's episode of The Home Hour. Welcome home. Welcome home, Kirsten. Welcome home, Graham. And welcome to the home hour, everyone. Today we are talking about holiday traditions. We love this holiday. We love the season. We love everything about it. And this is our best to you. If you ever get that long list doldrum blah, 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 blah feeling, uh, we're going to do our best and endeavor to bring it back to you because we truly, truly believe it's the most wonderful time of the year. No, really, it is. And we know that maybe some of you are listening to the show. It's airing on Thanksgiving today. So Happy Thanksgiving if you're listening today. Gobble, 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 as my dad says to me whenever he calls. Um, So what are you doing today? Are you cooking? Are you listening? Maybe not. Maybe you're spending the day with family. Do you have house guests with you? Maybe a few of you are listening as you watch the Macy's Day Parade. So I just kind of wanted to know, is anyone out there a Black Friday shopper? Um, are, are you on your way to a sale? Where are you, listeners? Where are you? What are you doing as you're hearing this? Are you a Black Friday shopper? Okay, I've never been in my life in the past, but I have become a Black Friday observer. I don't know about you. So <laughs> that's, that's I, a gateway drug. It's like the creepiest thing ever. Well, so I love the I love the hustle and the bustle. I've only done it now for two years. I go out, I don't buy anything after Thanksgiving, but I do go out on Thanksgiving night. I think I just like the energy in the stores. Hmm. Yeah. Like I like to I like to see people like sorting through bins and checking out price tags. And I like to see door busters. And I'm, it's my goal to watch a bunch of people go through a ribbon, but I've never seen that. And like, <laughs> I look for it. So I try to go to like all the big box stores to hope that I can find it. Like I usually start at Best Buy, um, right at the ribbon cutting moment, you know, whenever they finally <laughs> open. And I've never, it's like my white whale. I actually have a lot of white whales, but um. <laughs> If, I mean, that sounds horrible. Like, do I really want to see a physical stampede of people? But I, I kind of like, do. well, you want to well, tell your kids, like, I paid $25 for a $200 Jeep Wrangler and I can no longer use my left arm. And when I say Jeep Wrangler, Jeep. you know, I'm imagining the power wheels, right? I'm sorry. Every year, I feel like that is our one. That's like the one thing we refuse to pay full price for is power wheels for Christmas. Like, that's always a Black Friday sale special. A neighbor down the street who has like a 14 year old child who eventually it's beat up, it's dinged. Baby, basically, you have to buy a new battery on Amazon, but they will give you their power wheels. And that's always been a good thing for me. So, yeah, you're right. I don't feel like you pay full price for power wheels. You don't pay. When These are life lessons, listeners. Do never pay full price for power wheels. Back to the holiday mode. Can I even say where we're recording this right now? I'm sitting in my guest room. We're doing an evening record, which is our first time we've ever done that. First and nighttime it, recording. It's so cozy. Like, it's finally gotten cold here. I've got my bathrobe on. I mean, I'm truly thinking about the holidays. And tomorrow actually, you know, just kind of kicks off 
the holiday season for us. So just kind of tell me a little bit, like, let's first, I think, talk about, you know, what holidays is it that we're celebrating and preparing for? And we're, you know, we both have had Hanukkah experiences, but we both also celebrate Christmas. So let's talk a little bit about Christmas. Right. But- well, we're going to do a very special show for our Jewish listeners on 1221. Yes, because I have a lot of fun Hanukkah memories. I grew up really, really close to our next door neighbors who are Jewish. And so we were always a part of their Hanukkah celebrations. And that was so much fun. And they were part of our Christmas celebration. And you grew up with um, a Jewish father and a ton of Jewish friends. So we both have really fun memories of Hanukkah. But for the most part, our family celebrate Christmas. So that is what we are discussing tonight. Um, and yeah, Christmas, it's the most wonderful time of the year. And then you become a mom. And let's just admit it, like there are some challenges to Christmas. Um, It's so busy. There's so many extra things. And it's not like the other things go away. It's not like people stop wearing clothes and stop needing you to do laundry because you have 17 Christmas pageants and Christmas uh, parties. Uh, So, you know, it it can get kind of it can get kind of tiring physically. Um, It's expensive. You know, Christmas, you just feel like it's a lot of gifts, a lot to buy. Um, you realize that mom is just like, she's the one making all this Christmas magic. And that that's a lot of pressure to be like in charge of the magic and in charge of the work. And and then I think also for some people, holidays are hard. You know, it reminds me of lost loved ones. I think for a lot of people, it's the mile marker of like, it's our first Christmas without someone or, you know. So Christmas obviously has its downfalls. So let's acknowledge that. But... But, dun-dun-dun, oh, wait, wait, well, wait, but today we're talking about really criti- Christmas traditions, right? Mm-hmm. So that is both the best thing about Christmas in my mind and the hardest. Because I feel like I was inspired. I think when I first really realized, like, not my son's first Christmas. Well, maybe my son's first Christmas. But my first Christmas, like, as a mom, where I'm like, we are like a family. We are going to do Christmas. We're going to make Christmas traditions. Like that's a little bit exciting. Like that's actually what kind of gives you the shot in the arm to have the energy to do all this stuff, right? Right. When the Christmas clock really starts ticking and kicks into play. When you have that first child, like Christmas game on, there's no getting around it. You just, you got to, you got to roll. You got to make your list. You got to check them twice. Um, it's, it's a work zone. It, it changes, you know, versus just kind of when it's you and your spouse and you're just kind of hodgepodge it around and, you know, deciding what you want to do. Maybe you even travel on Christmas. I don't know. And, you know, go somewhere fun. I'm not sure. But you kind of bunker down. I mean, did you do that when you had children? Yeah. No, once we had children, I mean, before that, it was we had some crazy Christmases. But but yeah, you know, once we had kids, it was all of a sudden like we have my husband's family traditions, my family traditions, and then this desire to make our own family traditions for our new family. And then, you know, you've got also like brothers and sister-in-laws, aunts and uncles, and they've got their own kids and they want to do what's right for their family. And sometimes you feel like you're kind of juggling a lot of balls and there needs to be a ton of graciousness. and There needs to be a ton of understanding that this is everybody has that same pressure and we're all walking into this carrying that weight. That's a great Um, point. Yeah. And especially like you said, people, families that have, you know, multiple parents, if there's been a divorce situation, that's tricky as well, because you have so many different people to, you know, just to visit and divide your time with. I mean, you know, that's in our family as well. Um, You know, we just, I mean, not specifically mine, but um, people we know you know, they, they kind of have to switch years and they, you know, or maybe they go multiple places on one day and that could be very tiring. Like for you, for example, your family lives at a state and your husband's family lives just down the street from you guys. So how, who do you spend, who do you spend Christmas with? How do you guys, what's your divider? How do you decide who you spend, you know, time with? 
Okay, I'm very fortunate. I must say my parents are great about this. They're very chill, or at least they haven't let on that they're very chill. Again, <laughs> it does help that my dad is Jewish. So like, I kind of get a little, I mean, we totally, I mean, again, we grew up totally celebrating Christmas. We were raised completely Christian, but at the same point in time, they're, they kind of give you a, they kind of give you a little bit of a pass on the holidays. And my parents are also, you know, I guess to answer your question, like we stay here now that we have children, we stay here. Um, and Does your parents just... ever want to come and be a part of it? Well, <laughs> <laughs> maybe they're theory. like, we did our time. <laughs> we, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think I'm a typical situation, though. I mean, but also my brother lives one house away and he has two small children. And so it's kind of very, very easy for them to just share in the Christmas magic like 50 feet away. Um, and I probably should fly up there. But, you know, it's a fortune to fly four people up to New York and move oh, presents Christmas, back and forth. Totally. And, yeah. And so. Um, to be honest, what we do is we'll sometimes go up around Christmas and kind of do something like that. So we might That's go up perfect. the week before Christmas or the week after Christmas where it's kind of a dead time. But we're we're very flexible on the day. Okay. So your your Christmas is in your home. It's in our home. Yeah, with our tree and, you know, basically maybe the way you'd picture it to be. I mean, it really is. It's just, you know, we have we have little children, four year old and seven. We are very much in it. Um, we're, we're still creating those traditions, to be honest. Like you talk about traditions, but I feel like we make them every year. I mean, that elf only appeared on our you know, on, on your shelf, a few. <laughs> he just hopped the on the shelf on a couple shelf, of years. Ago. Like, I feel like I'm just starting to like get my creative juices thinking about that little guy. <laughs> you know? that's funny yeah no we've all we've had I think all of our Christmases here yeah I'm thinking yeah we've had them all here as well and I'm also I think in a really fortunate situation because my kids are the only grandkids for my parents and so they um they're like oh yeah we'll just come to you no big deal so they come every year and every other year we switch with Thanksgiving with my family Thanksgiving with my husband's family, Christmas with my family, Christmas with his family. So it's like every year you celebrate kind of one of the big holidays with each family. But the truth is my parents really enjoy my in-laws. My in-laws really enjoy my parents and everyone gets along and they're always like the more and the merrier. And again, our situation is we're both from big families. So everyone's used to like the random cousin, like how are we related to them again? And so my parents kind of fly under the radar under that, under that. Oh, one, so. I love the random. See, I have to say like my favorite holidays are when the randoms are there. Yeah, we well. used to have all these random people. Like I remember this guy named Shmuel and nobody really knew who Shmuel was, but he's always visiting from Israel and he was always at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> And we weren't exactly sure like what role he played, um, but he always showed up for a lot of the holidays. Or sometimes my grandma would invite like someone who is currently mentoring her at the moment for Thanksgiving. You know, we always had random people. Like I remember for a couple years, her Shakespeare tutor would show up. <laughs> he was a really neat guy. Of course he was. Yeah. And he was, you know, but I feel like my dad, who probably didn't read very much Shakespeare, would always get into these debates with him. And the guy would just <laughs> school him because he'd basically be like, have you read that piece of work? <laughs> but it was oh. delightful. Like just having, I think that is the perfect, I think the holidays are just that time of year when you just open your house to randoms and it also keeps everyone on their very best behavior. In fact, okay, we're talking about the joys of Christmas and the holidays and the holidays traditions. Like, I love to welcome the vagabonds. Like, this is my time of year when I say strangers unite. Um, I love that. So, and can I tell you what the other secret benefit about that is? Is my ooh, family was just the four of us. It was mom, dad, my sister, and myself. And we, like, 
well, we would have some friends over for like a, my parents would do like a little cocktail or thing. And it was like their best friends would come over. But maybe that was two other people. Maybe sometimes my dad's business partner would come. But it was never a party. It was never like 800 cousins and aunts and uncles because we were the only ones who lived here. Unless we went back east to be with family. Um, but so you would never like get dressed up for Christmas dinner, you know? Right, because it wasn't a thing. Right, because it was just the four of us. And now we get dressed up for Christmas dinner because we've got my husband's family so large and then my parents, the random cousins are in town. And, you know, So it's big and you get dressed up. So you have to have strangers over because otherwise yes. you're just like, I'm not polishing the silver. Like, I'm not putting down my Christmas china. I'm tired. Right. And I think it makes you... Um, you know, it's like the same thing with like half the reason you host a party is like to finally plant flowers in your front yard, you know? It's kind of like mm-hmm. the, the... Keeps you on your toes. Keeps you on your toes. Exactly. I totally agree. And it's so much fun too. And it keeps you on your best behavior as well because, you know, we're not I don't as... know. It sounds like your dad was having a lot of Shakespeare arguments where those his best behavior moments. Yeah, but he'll he'll find anyone to chat with and <laughs> argue with. <laughs> Love your dad. <sighs> so... Okay, so shall we talk specifics about Christmas traditions? Let's do it. Mine are going to be probably a little strange for most people. So why don't you kick it off? Do you want to tell us some of yours? Well, I want to start with kind of our just I just want to bullet point this, Graham. I want to know. I want to know what the Christmas season is like at your home. So Christmas trees, Graham. Are you buying them? Well, okay. Oh, my goodness. I'm looking at my outline and realizing there's a huge gap. I didn't even ask. Fake or real? Oh, my goodness. Whoa, you're going real deep there, aren't you? Oh. <laughs> um, real trees, freezer fur, those are the good smelling ones across the board. Except, you know, since we did our green episode, I'm trying to be a little more environmentally friendly. And, there, you know, I have to tell you, the fake ones are starting to grow on me. I like the idea of, you know, not chopping a tree every year. But, man, that smell is so good. And I even, I see, again, I'm like a Christmas nerd. I even like the, like, the black sap that gets on your hands, you know, um, and gets your hands all sticky after you've put up your Christmas tree. So, real real tree, Fraser Fur. How about you? Fake all the way. Really? Yeah, yeah. No, I've done real, like, three times because my husband's a purist. He just, he is all about He's just a purist. Because you know why? Because he's not the one sweeping up the needles. I love him to death, but that's not something he thinks about all day while he's at work. Whereas I walk by them, I'm like, ah, the needles, the needles. So uh, no, I put down my foot and we do a fake tree. Oh, see, but, and I love finding the needles like months later, um, like stuck oh. in the crevices of the sofa. And you wonder how they possibly could jump as far as they do. I love like the needles are like a little gift to me. When we actually threw out our rug the other day, I found a whole like trove of needles. And I thought, oh, see, at like 120 degrees in the heat of July in Phoenix, the last thing I want to see is a Christmas needle. Like that just makes me bitter. and I'll also buy the absolute tallest tree that'll fit in our roof like I will but I will go out and I will take the biggest one they have in fact I remember in college when we went out to get one for our dorm room and I think it was the one we went to this Christmas tree farm that was also you think you think you stole a tree from a church (laughs) yeah okay we did fine the tag was marked church not we I was in class I don't know what you people were doing while I was getting an education, but go ahead. You're right. This is so bad. But we scratched it out and wrote birch, which I mean, obviously, who were we fooling? I don't even know. Um, and we got that tree. It must have been 20 feet tall. It was amazing. I don't know how we fit it in the dorm room, but it was wonderful. Well, we oh, paid for it. We just didn't pay the probably 20 foot Christmas tree price. Um, yeah. But it was it was a beautiful tree. It really was. I mean, it really showed. Oh, 
my goodness, no. It was a really, yeah, we were the only people who have a Christmas tree in our dorm room, I think. I think okay. so, probably. And okay, so how do you decorate the tree? Because there's kind of, I feel like, two ways to go. Oh, wait, oh. real quick. Do you buy it at a store or do you buy it at like a tree farm? Do you, oh, do you cut my- your own tree? I would, you know, that sounds appealing. And I would if I had a tree cutter and if I owned an axe. But that no, is. No, they'll neither- give them to you there. I've done it once in my life and they, they supplied the axe. It's really, you're not, you don't need an axe. Christmas trees are really easy to cut. Have you seen them when they, when you go to like the home? Oh, the little double sided saw? Yes. Yes. It's, they give you that. It's super easy. You should do it one day. If you if you really want a real tree, it's actually a really fun thing to do. That actually does sound really nice. Um, really so no, fun. we buy them at Home Depot because they're the best prices. I have not found a tree at a better price there, although they sell them at m- lovely places around town and I probably should be supporting them. But Home Depot is where I can get my biggest, best tree at the greatest price. How about you? Oh, you um, already have Well, I use my fake tree. But uh, I'm going to have to look into this. No, no, I'll just buy any fake tree. We had to throw away our fake tree finally last year. But um, Costco, I feel like people are really obsessed with Costco trees and you like pre-order them. Ooh, that's a good that's a good tip. Because I mean, really, I might get an extra tree this year for somewhere else. So again, Birmingham goes nutty buddy over Christmas. So we are like, I mean, honestly, you have to get a lot of people here have multiple trees, I would say. And they put them, you know, they Oh, we'll get to that in one second. We'll get to the multiple tree thing in a second. Okay. I want to ask you, do you do you decorate like a resort lobby, like where it's all matchy matchy or like a hotel or a not a hotel, I'm sorry, a resort and hotel would be the same thing, Kirsten. Uh, or like a um, store. You know, is it is it coordinated or is it hodgepodge? What is oh, I love it's hodgepodge. It's the toilet paper rolls that I painted from when I was four years old. It's it's just everything thrown on the tray, and the kids get to help. And I just, you know, that's just to me what the holiday is is just. But but that's how I did it as a child. So you talk about tradition, and this is the episode on tradition. It's because that's what I knew. If I grew up with a beautiful tree, and I probably would think along that vein but I didn't we just threw everything on the tray well and also my tree had a giant sombrero on top of it growing up um so with a Jewish star etched in it so um yeah okay that makes me so happy because we never know what to put on top of a tree because I grew up with an angel and my husband grew up with a star get a sombrero I need. I think. I think that's the answer. I think that's one hundred percent the answer. Or a Santa and, hat. I mean, that's always a good one. I mean, really. And our, so our trees are not anything to photograph in a magazine, but they're right. fun and they're happy, right. and everyone can throw stuff on them. Okay, ours is totally hodgepodge too. And honestly, it is maybe my favorite thing about Christmas. I love, like, who knows how we even got these Christmas tree ornaments? And it just like everyone you open just is a memory. A memory on a stick. I mean, it just it's makes beautiful. me so happy. I know. Again, no. it's so happy. It makes me smile. A hundred percent. And the crazy thing is, so when I was probably like a senior in college, my parents moved and they were moving from their house that they raised their kids in to um, an apartment while they were looking for a new home and everything went into storage. Only it didn't go to storage. The truck just drove away and took everything. <laughs> So one truck went to the apartment with like their little bit of stuff they wanted in their temporary apartment. And all of like our family's, you know, 30 year history went to storage. Only that truck. So went to go, I don't know, to like anything valuable got sold. Everything else got thrown away. So I have no photos from my childhood. Wait, what? They they just stole your stuff? You don't know this? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. No, everything my parents owned was stolen. Except for like their apartment furniture that they brought with them. And so... So everything was stolen 
Um, I have no I have no photos of me growing up. Like we've been able to scrounge through from like relatives giving me stuff. And like one year for Christmas, I got my parents. I collected as many photos I could find, and I made them like an album and got them a CD with all the pictures on them. But we have nothing. All like my mom's wedding china. I mean, everything is gone. But the one thing that mysteriously survived <laughs> was a giant, giant box of Christmas ornaments. So despite the fact that there is no evidence that I was a baby, we do have like my every Happy Meal ornament I got, like every oh. ornament I made that's like, you know, a Rudolph made of popsicle sticks. I got it. So so my Christmas tree is also like the only thing I have. The only memory of your childhood. It's really sad. It's really sad. Although, well, that's all another episode because my mom's like, oh, it's the best thing that ever happened to me. It was the best purge. <laughs> so <laughs> she apparently doesn't care that much. But um, so she's terrible. like, oh, no, I got rid of all that junk and I got an insurance check and it's great. <laughs> I'm like, did you pay someone to steal your things? I mean, she was crying initially, but I think she just she toughened up. So she she rallied pretty quickly. Right. OK. So anyway, so yes, my kids help. It sounds like we have a very similar Christmas tree. It's all about the memories. And I love that. And. And you know what I even do is when I let the kids decorate, you know, and you get like a cluster of decorations because, you know, they really aren't very good at spacing out and like making sure that it's evenly decorated. I don't even mess with the cluster. Oh, no. Cluster it up. Like, well, I mean, you can't even see the tree when we're done because there's so many many moms that like sneak around and you know what I'm saying? Like disperse the cluster because it's just so ridiculous to me. It's like a little timestamp. And every time I walk past it, it just makes me smile. Okay, Um, well, welcome to the Christmas tree face off, because one year I said, you know what? Just for fun this year, let's do a fancy tree. And My husband's like, no, we cannot do that. And I'm like, no, no, let's do it. I want to do like a beach themed tree. Because in the front of our house, we have a living room that you can see from the street. And I absolutely love driving by people's homes and seeing through their front door their Christmas tree. I'm Mm -hmm. like, we could put one right here. It'd be perfect. And that's where we open presents. We're like, yes. But one year when I was like nine years old, my hamster died on like December 20 something. And... My parents said, you, you, can... made, you tried to make this a happy <laughs> no, episode. No, no, no. Like, Fluffy wah, was, wah, it was traumatic. Wah. Fluffy died. Fluffy was gone. And I, I was sobbing. And my parents were like, you can stay up and watch Space Camp. And I remember just lying on the couch watching Space Camp through my tears. And the Christmas tree was in the corner. And I thought, there's nothing like watching a really good movie with the light of a Christmas tree. So we also need one in our family room. So you can watch the Christmas movies while you see the Christmas tree lights. Like, I think that's crucial. I think that's the ultimate combo to watching Christmas movies. So we need to have two Christmas trees. So my husband and I once did a Christmas tree face-off where I did do a fancy store tree and he did the fun family tree. And you know what? Our store tree looked great, but I still liked his family tree better. But so. now you still have said store tree, right? So you just that kind of one like have to year, put it up every year. Well, no, because he did his tree. So he bought a real tree for his. You oh, yeah. No, I, I just know I add those to the Christmas hodgepodge because it's just another memory. It's the memory of the year mom tried to make a pretty Christmas tree. Man, we could do an episode just solely just on, on Christmas, Christmas trees, trees here. <laughs> I know. Well, because what about the new fad of Charlie Brown trees in the kids' rooms? Do you do those? You know, where no, you get like, I've never them heard the, of that. Oh, well, the Charlie Brown tree, that's huge, where you get basically like the little scraggler, tiny, you know, I think it's basically just like cut off the top of the Christmas tree at, you know, the store. And it's just kind of a scraggly little tiny tree. And that's, you know, the one char- that's one that's in the Charlie Brown movie. And so basically you can put those in your kids' rooms and they can decorate and have a little mini tree in their rooms. I kind of like that idea, too. And that's cute. Okay, well, speaking of Christmas movies that you watch next to the Christmas tree, 
What are like the movies, the songs, the books that you just have to have every year? Oh, I mean, hands down, we're Home Alone. Home Alone is like my Christmas movie. Love Actually, we're watching. Um, that doesn't really seem as, I mean, I don't do like the old school white Christmas. Oh, I do love Miracle on 34th Street. That's a great one. Do you? Yeah, um, that one's one of yours? Okay. I always love that one. I dream of someone just handing me a house one day. You know what? I, I think I've How seen that you? movie once. I'm like not even catching the reference. Um, we do <gasps> It's a Wonderful Life every year. That's our every year Christmas movie. For sure. That's and a then good one. We do yeah. Elf every I've year. I've heard good things. <laughs> wait, you're, you, you've not, no, you're kidding. Wait, wait, stop, stop, stop. No, I've stop seen the, it. It's just like, okay. I don't know. I know. It's supposed oh, it's to be great. Oh, it's the best movie ever. Oh, I you're know, so, you're wrong. You're wrong. No, in a world full of multiple opinions, you're just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best movie ever. And then Elf, because Elf is just a work of comic genius i love what it are all. some other ones that i'm missing i think i'm getting i mean i think of home alone i mean love actually is, yeah it's a christmas movie that's a good there's one. a lot of movies that are like halvesies but I, I go with the halvesies too um oh national lampoon's christmas vacation <laughs> mm, yeah wait why I mean, are you that way clark griswold no clark griswold's I know, I amazing my problem is i don't even watch that many movies though to be honest oh, um great. i do enjoy um it's I'm blanking on it but I, I yeah I enjoy oh Charlie Brown Christmas I, oh I like the cartoons sorry hold on the Grinch that stole Christmas oh that's a huge one we never have a holiday without that one I love the um clay I think it's like claymation or whatever you know those ones oh, that were yes. like the ones we oh, watched when we were kids oh yeah okay thanks you're bringing it back now Frosty the Snowman right. and the claymation and that like mean snow yeti that comes out I yep. love yep. that movie and yeah every single year when he was a brand new baby my mom got us the DVD set I think from I think from Costco again, probably their banner tree. And it was um it was the one that has like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, Frosty the Snowman. Remember that oh, you know, talking about the Rudolph? Oh, or, do I remember like they're classic made of clay. trilogy? Oh, yeah. so good. Claymation. And then what's the third one though? We're so, we keep saying trilogy. We well the one it. with like the snow yeti. Which one is that? That's the, no, that's that's, the Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Yeah, that's Rudolph. So what's the third? Hmm. Good question. Anyone, if you know, hello at thehomehour.com. Help us out here. <laughs> and then their lesser known friend, who was also excellent, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, like when you just see the covers of those movies, they're so great. Um, oh, and then songs. Okay, I've got the songs going nonstop. So basically, I have multiple Pandora stations. I have the Peaceful Christmas, which I would highly recommend playing on Pandora. That's what we listen to in the morning. That's what we listen to, like just kind of all the time background music, because you know I'm huge on background music. You are. And then we'll switch over to um, just the normal holiday classics as well. Okay. That's solid. That's solid. Yeah. So full time Christmas music, 100%. I do start it like the day after Thanksgiving, sometimes a few days before. I sneak it a few days before, but that is like one thing my husband's pretty, pretty stuck on. Oh my God. Wait, do you sneak the music too? I have to I sneak, sneak it. I have, to sneak I have it. to. I know because why did, here's the question. Why do guys like get so up in arms? He like gets heaven so forbid. mad. He's like, we I don't know. even talk about Christmas. My Christmas. No, no not until right, like, What am I offending you somehow? Like, I think it's the love of turkey. He just loves the turkey. He wants Thanksgiving to have its day, which is respectable, but Again, he doesn't have to make all the magic. So I yeah, but like, I've start. actually been I've been driving in my car a few times and I've put on like Christmas music and I felt dirty about doing it. Like I felt <laughs> like I was like doing something really bad that I shouldn't have been doing. You were. You were. <laughs> um, well, I keep my Christmas books, 
you know, we have a we have actually a surprisingly large assortment of Christmas books. And I keep all of those up in the attic with the Christmas decorations. Oh, of course. I do too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just they, get filed, they get filed away. Yeah. We have a Christmas stack and it seems to grow every year. And it's actually really sweet because we put it out in like a little bowl and we can just pull out our books and we each kind of read our books. And right. It's great. Right. We have enough that we can kind of go. And it's just, it's a very enjoyable time of year. With Do you hoing mistletoe? I didn't ask you that one. No, but I should. That's a cute tradition. Mm-hmm. We do a little bit of mistletoe. Um, wait, wait, I want to say about the books, though. So my sweet sister-in-law has kids who are older than me, and she's really generous about giving me hand-me-downs about everything, you know, puzzles, books, clothes, what have you. And um, and she brought me a bunch of Christmas books, and I'm like, I cannot accept these. You have to keep these because I have to say the older I got, the more I would get, even though obviously you had matured past that level of books. It was still like when you saw those Christmas books from your childhood, I brought back all those memories. And I said, you have to keep all of the books. So I'm keeping everything. And I spoke to a friend today who her oldest is is three. And then they have two one-year-olds. And she was saying um, that every year for Christmas, on Christmas Eve, they give their child an ornament and a book. And, oh, that's beautiful. Right. And so they, they're keeping it. But then they're like, when they you know grow up and get married and have their own families, then we'll give them that. And that can be the start of their Christmas collection. And I was like, I love that isn't I mean don't you just love that yeah I do I love I mean I really oh and then another thing sorry we've gotten into I mean man this could be four episodes um Christmas cards this is something that I actually thought was really neat was um people who take their Christmas card and they put them on kind of a a silver they hole punch you hole punch one of the corners and then you put them on a little ring like kind Mm -hmm. of a binder clip ring and every night at dinner you let the children like randomly flip through the christmas cards and almost like playing roulette and you land on a family and you can either say a prayer for that family or say something that you really like about them like go around and think about something that you like about each person and i just think that's a very nice way to kind of incorporate the people you know you know who have taken the time to obviously include you on their list to send you a christmas card wait so is that the christmas card from this year or is that from past years you can do past years, I think, probably, because the ones, see, we just throw all of our Christmas, well, you can actually do it for What do you do with well. all your Christmas card? Because I actually did try that, and I tried to save it, and at the end of the day, like, I realized I had an entire Rubbermaid bin full of Christmas cards, and I'm like, can't save these. I, I know, you. it's terrible. So I'll save them for, like, three years, and then I'll go through and save, and then scratch, you know, and throw out mm-hmm. some of them. But the problem is, is that really, I should be saving the oldest ones, because those are going to be the hilarious ones over time. So when I was growing up, I had a friend whose mom in her bedroom had um, had all of their Christmas cards framed. And it was like on a frame, like every five years, she'd get another big, not eight by 10, like maybe 11 by 16, like a big frame. And she would have it matted and put like those mm-hmm. five years of Christmas cards. And then next year, be, and then it'd be like the next five years. She had like oh, their personal family Christmas cards, not that oh, yeah, not yeah. every no, single one that anyone and, sent them, and their entire walls were wallpapered in their besties. No, <laughs> no, because that's associates. an idea. Wow, no. I mean, honestly, you could make like some sort of decoupage. Out of that. <laughs> I mean, anyone who can figure out what to do with the Christmas cards to honor the families who gave you Christmas cards, but also realize like, oh my gosh, this is a lot of Christmas cards. It's a lot of it's a lot of paper. Oh man. <laughs> Uh, but it was I mean, it's so fun like games. it was my favorite thing to just go in her bedroom and be like oh look at you guys in the 80s oh <laughs> look at you guys in the 70s and it's like just so so fun to watch the kids grow up and I just thought wow how cool and someone gave me like a three ring binder photo album with slots for Christmas cards 
And it was like Dunlap Christmas through the years. I've, I still, and I feel terrible because I have no idea who gave this to me. But it has, some days I'm like, I just don't want to do a Christmas card. And then, and then I uh, remember that album, like, I can't have a dead year just because mom was lazy. So, okay. So we're going, we're going old school here. So, you know, growing up, my family did not do Christmas cards, which is interesting. Um, Yeah, we just didn't do it. But, you know, we would get them from, you know, not many people we knew in town because people weren't celebrating Christmas, but we'd get them from like all my mom's kind of Southern friends, you know, and I would remember as a little girl looking through at all these like good looking families and like looking at the boys. I'm sure. Did you do that as well? And just being like, this kid is smoking. And thinking, no, I didn't. I didn't use Christmas cards as like a match.com. like a match.com. <laughs> I'd say, Mom, do you do you keep up with this? Do you keep up with this lady? Do you think you should call her? Maybe we should go on a family vacation. <laughs> I love it. That's yeah. good. You're resourceful, that's old, G. That's old school match.com. Right. You right. know, when you're 14, you're 15, swiping 16 laughter, years right? Old. I don't even know the joke. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I'm doing when I hole punch my cards and put them on a binder. <laughs> so you hole punch them. You don't like hang them up. No, actually, I don't even do that. Um, or I, I like the idea of the you tradition, like it, but, but you don't I like, like enough the to idea actually get a whole bunch to actually do it. <laughs> no, I um, I just throw mine in the bowl. But we have a little tradition, like when the new ones come in, I leave them on the counter for my husband to see, right. and then um, and then once he looks at them, he knows like they can go into the bowl, the official bowl, and right. ours is a basket. It's in Christmas colors. It's very cute. Okay. But I also like, okay, wait, I have more Christmas cards questions. Oh, I'm more Christmas. So, we're just, Sorry, Christmas I am cards. just warming up. Do you send to random people around town? Like I love our barber or actually my son's barber. I can't even Christmas tell cards. you our number because it's so obnoxious. Of how many people? Yeah. We put basically every single person on the Christmas card list that we know or we think of. Wow. It's going to get a lot with these home hour listeners. <laughs> Guys, you got to. If you guys want a Christmas card, we're thrilled to send you one. Well, just send us an email with your address, hello at the home hour, and we will send you Christmas cards because my list is absurd. So, yeah, might as well just make. Yeah, please do send us. Yeah, we'd love to send you a Christmas card. That would actually be really fun. Or we should probably no, we shouldn't hand out our address. It's probably a bad (laughs) idea. (laughs) But you never know. Okay. Other traditions, advent okay. calendars. Do you do those? Yes. That Me is too. the number one non-negotiable. Actually, I've got to give a big shout out. I was listening to the mom hour the other day and they did a wonderful episode on what we could be doing now to prepare for Christmas. And it was so smart and sharp. And I actually took a lot of notes. And um, you know, of course, Sarah was like totally, you know, saying that she was planning for all that kind of stuff. And Megan just made a really funny quip. She basically said that, um, you know, she's had those days or those months where she's forgotten to buy the advent calendar and let her children eat like 20 days of candy in one night, 20 days of chocolate, you know, <laughs> which is kind of fun too. Um, well, the we first, actually, the yeah. first time I got advent calendars when my kids were little, I guess I didn't do a proper job of explaining because I went and uh, I put on a show and I went in the shower. They were probably two years old. So I was like, you know, shower with the door open, like where I'm just right there. And I come out and they're covered in chocolate and they ate the entire month. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I was in like my oh, yeah. five minute fast toddler mom shower. <laughs> or, or they take the advent calendar and they kind of shake it because they're so excited about it. And all those little chocolates oh, like trickle, trickle, trickle down to the what bottom. What does one do? <laughs> and you're like, well, this calendar shot. I'm going to go find another one. And you know, Trader Joe's has the best advent calendars or Cost Plus World Market. They're great. 
No, I did not know that. Yes. That's good to know. Okay. Yes, yes. But I can't do them because, um, you know, people say chocolate gives you acne. Mm-hmm. It's only advent calendar chocolate. But the minute I like see one, I just break out. So, so <laughs> that's really weird. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. So no Christmas advent calendar for me. My kids definitely do it and they love it. Um, okay. So what about matching pajamas? This is not a huge tradition in my family, but it kind of is. Not like all five of us, just the kids. Like <laughs> I, I like the idea. Typically, my mother-in-law kind of takes care of that for us. And I do like the idea of holiday pajamas. Again, completely new to me, not something I grew up with. Um, but it is sweet. I mean, look, seeing little kids in cute holiday pajamas is always So do they match their cousins? We do sometimes, but only not that. because, not, not by my accord. If it's purchased for me and given to me and they will keep my children warm at night um, and keep clothes on them, I will put them on. But it's not a, it's not like a a thing for I, if the tradition went away, I would not cry. Okay, so I don't I'll, mind it. I have nothing yeah, against it. Yeah, I no, just, no, you're you're neutral. To me, to me, that's one of those things. Like it is another thing on the to do list. Um, mm. and it's mm. just, but I but I don't have a problem with it. Mm. I'm with so. you. Okay. What about you? Well, one of our our Christmas traditions that no one no one will relate to is we do uh-huh. Christmas hikes. It's always a big one. Christmas Day. You hike Christmas on Christmas Day. Christmas Day hikes. We hike, hike the mountain. But again, of course, like, it's like 75 uh, degrees and right. sunny and it's, beautiful. Okay. It's, it's the one day of the year you want it to be snowy and chilly and you want a fire, but you're like, oh, it's hot in here. Open the windows. Let's go hiking. <laughs> That's true. Right. Because you were saying, I saw on the outline Christmas hiking and I'm sitting here thinking, <laughs> really? That sounds very uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> that does not seem like a good idea. But I could see how a nice stroll would be nice. Yeah, right. But, you know, those are my Christmas memories, though. Like my Christmas memories were always by about nine o'clock in the morning. Everybody was out front with their new bike or their new scooter. And oh, the whole yeah. neighborhood was out trying it. And, you know, because it was like 85 and sunny. <laughs> well, that is fun. It's really fun when the kids like all get out kind of early afternoon and show everyone what they've gotten. That's that. Well, that's enjoyable. OK, I think that is a little bit of an insight right there, because I said 9 a.m. and you said early afternoon. So what time? Let's explain presence in your family. Oh, like, explain the day. Good Because point. Okay. like what time does this present opening start and what time does it shut down and how do you guys handle this? Okay. Well, I'm assuming we probably have similar ways of, you know, the kids wake up and Santa Claus has come in the night and it's wonderful. And so they wake up and we kind of go through Santa stuff in the morning and that gets us to about, I don't know, eight. 30, 9 o'clock. But then we clean up because the grandparents come over and they bring a haul of gifts as well. And so we're not getting outside with everything. Like we haven't really unpacked all the wonderful bounty that is Christmas until, you know, the grandparents clear out. So I would say, and then I guess we'll probably eat lunch. So maybe two o'clock, something like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. How are you out at nine in the morning? Because the kids wake up like at four in the morning. Like, I did that one. Yeah. No, we put down a limit. We've said we've said seven, which I thought was aggressive because grandpa was five. Yeah, exactly. Growing up for us, it was pretty it was pretty early. It was always dark out when we woke up. on Oh, we start. And I remember I would flush the toilet so many times just to try to wake up my parents um, and just kind of jump on their bed and do everything I could. And we also have on Christmas Eve, we do tacos every night, every year. Oh, you do? That's, oh, that's uh-huh, actually that's... really funny because we do a Feliz Navidad too. 
Really? That's what, we, that's what we call it. Yeah. And we don't do tacos, but it's it's usually been a Mexican buffet in the past. So we've done. Do you think that's Navidad. because it's an easy meal? Uh, no, I think I don't know. I don't know. I'm not the host. And, and the way they do it is like gourmet Mexican. So, oh, so it's, it's, been, a, it's been a lovely night. Yeah. But it's Feliz Navidad. It's not it's not taco night, Graham. Come on. Okay. okay. <laughs> so so do your kids get to open any presents on Christmas Eve? Like, what's your thought on that? Not really. I know it's a tradition, but I feel like I've never really bought ever maybe every now and then if they ask for it, I'll let them open something small. But again, it's not something they know about. It's not like they're not running home after taco night or coming in after taco night and saying, like, it's time for my present. Let me see what I get. Okay. So growing up, we were allowed to pick one present every Christmas Eve. And I started that with my kids and then I was like, Why are we doing this? So we stopped that. Um, so we don't do that anymore. Um, one of the things is that my mom is obsessive with our Christmas shopping. Just too many gifts, just so many gifts. And like she would also use Christmas just like if we need a new, sh- you know, underwear. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it was like it was a like, catch as catch can. Yeah, yeah, right. Like I got like toothbrushes. I mean, it was like anything like we might need. Like she's like, oh, wrap it. It's Christmas. But I felt right. like, you know, and then we'd always get the one thing I wanted. But I, I, I'm just like, mom, so many just things to open like the opening was the fun you know and and I'm like it's just too much a successive so we've really um she's been incredibly respectful and not done that with my kids it took a couple of years but she's really um she's calmed that down it's a much more calm like a couple of gifts um you know it's just which I love right and for anyone listening I mean I think we're discussing excess right now. This is kind of airing on Thanksgiving. We're talking about just the abundance and bounty of Christmas and the holidays. But for our January episodes, just to kind of give you a little teaser, we are going to be talking kind of about reining it in and, um, right. you know, charity and frugality and budgeting and those kind of things. But you know what? Like we're we're in it whole hog right now. Happy Thanksgiving. And oh. let's talk well, about. No, and, and here's the thing. Like I, I, I got annoyed with my mom because it was so many gifts. But, you know, now, like as a mother, like I get it. You're just you're walking through it. It's like sale you know, special. And you're like, oh, that would be fun. They would love opening that. They would love... And I understand there's a temptation to just keep buying more toys and they don't need it. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it gets a little bit like, why are we doing this? So, so we're all about making it small. Yeah. This year. That's really nice. Well, every year we make it small. <laughs> Sorry, kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yes, the Christmas gifts. Okay. I think we're, we're pretty much doing the same thing with Christmas gifts gifts but um let's just as adults like what's our favorite thing about Christmas what do you love about Christmas as a mom I um was actually speaking to one of my friends the other day and she made this great point that this is just one thing that kind of I think puts it all in perspective you know when you're cutting wrapping paper with your scissors and all of a sudden you just get that like clean slice and your scissor goes through so beautiful. And it's like, yeah, I'm slicing it now. Like <laughs> I'm cutting that paper. That's kind of how Chris, I mean, when it all comes together, that's the joyful feeling that I have for this holiday. So I love the clean cut of wrapping paper. <laughs> I obviously love the smells of the holidays. I love everything. I love the Fraser for a tree. I love the mulling spices. I love all the food smells. I love putting toys together. Love it. Um, getting out my tools. I'm the one who usually does it and I'll assemble things. 
I've loved the repetitive meal. So turkey stuffing, sweet potatoes, repeat. Turkey stuffing, sweet potatoes, repeat. I will eat as much of it from this day forward until New Year's as I possibly can put in my body. I love the possibility that maybe, 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 maybe it will snow. I used to do that sometimes. Sorry, you don't get that possibility. Um, pulling out all my favorite decorations. I love when you take out the boxes that have been stored away all year and you open it up and you're like, oh man, like this is my stocking that someone made me. Uh, That's a wonderful thing. And I just like that week before Christmas when everything gets slow. I love it. Wait, describe that because I don't think I have that week. I feel like I'm on just fast forward that week. Well, you know, I've noticed and maybe not and maybe this is just me and just the way things seem to happen. But about December 22nd, you know, if you've kind of been planning and I think I do kind of plan for the holidays, things I mean, they're still busy and you have events, but it's not like school's definitely out by then. And, you know, people are coming into town if they're coming to town, like things are closed. It's just it's like holiday slow. That's yeah, okay, okay, about. yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely you right. To, yep. It's not yep. like you're not moving, but it's that feeling of people know it's a time for kind of rest. Right. And everyone no, feels right. it. You're right. That and you're still nice bustling, feeling. but it's just a different type of I don't know, it's just a different type of feeling. Those few days before Christmas are it's a like the type bustle before slow. having a party versus the bustle before like just getting your Tuesday morning or Tuesday night dinner on the table. You know, it's like it's a more festive bustling. Yeah, it's a but it's a yeah, it's a just kind of a, a good feeling overall. Yeah. So. Well, I think actually we talked about all of my favorites, but um, we went Christmas caroling, caroling this year, last year, I guess, and it was really fun. Christmas caroling was really fun. What, do you just show up at random people's homes and start yeah. singing? <laughs> okay. It was fun for us. That seems creepy <laughs> in a modern day environment. <laughs> well, here's the funny thing. Actually, as I'm saying that, no one was home. No one was home. But the two <laughs> or three people... And then, and then one person fully did shut their windows to ignore us. But we wait, just your family <laughs> decided to go house to house. Actually, remember, I love the how concept. big is my family? There's like 75 of us. Like just oh, so you all went together. And did you so also all write a, rent a party bus and go yes! like light hopping? We back? did. We did. We rented a trolley and, and went and looked at Christmas lights. Yep. That's we a did. really fun thing. This to is do. why you have five children, everybody. Except for I didn't because I don't want to rent a trolley bus, but it's fun to be married into that family. Uh, yeah, so we went and looked at Christmas lights. That was really fun. The kids loved that. But um, I just, I love the Christmas movies. Like, I usually do not have the tolerance to watch a movie more than once. But Christmas movies, they just never get old. They're so great. And I, I love going to the mailbox every day. Normally, I check my mail about once a week. But check my mail about three times a day on Christmas uh, Christmas time. I love getting the Christmas cards. And, I, and you know, I put the same thing as you. I put that kind of universally acknowledged time out. But I think for me, it's more... The week after Christmas, the, that Christmas, New Year's kind of fun week. So I love that. Well, fantastic. Everyone, I hope you've enjoyed the show today. If you had a wonderful Thanksgiving, we're so happy. We're happy that you thought to listen to the show. And, and hey, we're thankful for you. We're so thankful for our listeners. You guys have no idea how much it means that you're willing to spend an hour with us and talk about these fun things with us. So thank you. We're thankful for you. Welcome home. Welcome home.